Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help getting sober, if you need any type of resources like inpatient treatment, if you need a recovery coach, if you need free resources like meetings list, whatever the case may be, you could reach out to my direct line. It is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. What I wanna talk about today is basically utilizing regret as your guideline. And a lot of times, clearly as we go through our addiction and it progresses and our tolerance increases and we start to take more risks, um, we, we have a lot of shame and guilt that come with the actions that we take. I mean, we become an individual that we were never supposed to be. Uh, we do things that we swore that we would never do. We break promises to people that we swore we wouldn't break, you know what I mean? And we just slowly but surely start to basically see our potential fade away. And a lot of regret is is felt when, when we're in this state of mind, right? I mean, addiction is not pretty and it's not easy to go through. And we find ourselves getting caught in the cycle, which is we use and over time our tolerance builds we start to take more risks then what happens uh, as we take more risks a lot of shame and guilt comes from the actions that we take and then to cover up the the shame guilt regret remorse all of those negative emotions we use more and so on and so forth and because we use more uh, more shame more guilt comes because we become an individual that we were never supposed to be and deep down inside we know this you know what i mean like when we're first using, it's really easy to, to kind of justify things and bullshit ourselves for a little while, you know what I mean? And, and especially through the experimental phase where there's still curiosity, there's still uh, the excuses of, I'm just young, it's normal, uh, everybody's doing this. But that slowly starts to fade as we get more and more heavily involved. And this is when the emotions, we start to instead of you using to escape uh, out of fun, you know what I mean, because it's a good time with our friends, we start to use to escape from our mental and emotional state. So as we continue to use, the longer that we use, the harder it becomes because the emotional baggage that comes along with addiction is just icing on the cake. We're already under, we're already kind of, we're already kind of at a disadvantage because clearly we have an addictive personality. But when you start to involve uh, regret, remorse, shame, guilt, on top of everything else, this is when people really start to spiral. And here's the thing: we can utilize regret as a positive. We really can. Regret is our guideline. Regret isn't a choice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, yes, obviously the choices that we make, um, we can change. But, but the point that I'm making is the feeling of regret, the feeling, our, our intuition, our gut instinct, that is not a choice. When we know what we're doing is right, we feel good about it. You know what I mean? We're living in congruency and living in alignment with with our true nature, with our with our calling, with our higher purpose. When we're making the right choices, when we're acting the right way, when we have integrity, we feel good about our choices. You know what I'm saying? And and that's also not a choice either. We don't get to choose that feeling. It's just natural. It's how we are. So regret is on the flip side of that. When we do things that go against our nature, that go against how we're supposed to really be behaving, 
And that feeling of regret is a gift. It is a fucking gift because if we didn't have that, we would be narcissists, we would be psychopaths. Um, we're supposed to have that feeling. You know what I mean? We have to utilize it as our guideline. Now, this is the problem. When you continue to do the same thing over and over and over again, and you shove down that voice, that, that feeling, that intuition uh, that is telling you, hey, I got to do something different. I have to act... I have to act better. I have to I have to improve as an individual. I need to act with integrity. And when that voice is there to let us know, hey, I don't think I should be doing this. I think I need to change my course of action. I don't like how I feel about myself. We need to listen to that. That's our truth. That is our intuition saying, bro, wake the fuck up. You've got to start making different choices. This voice here is... To, to guide you on a different path. But the longer that we put these decisions off and the longer that we continue going down the wrong path, the harder it will become because of, like I mentioned before, all the emotional turmoil that basically combines. It's like a snowball effect. It roll, you know, The snowball really starts small at the, at the top of the hill, but as it starts to go down the hill, it gets bigger and bigger and each time each revolution it's it's uh it becomes a massive snowball over time and that's our addiction right there but if we listen to our instincts early on when when we know we're fucking up when we know we have to make different choices this is when we need to reach out for help this is when we need to do something about it um and you know whether it needs to be reaching out to a recovery coach like myself or going to a meeting or if your addiction is severe enough to where you need to go inpatient, it's all good. Like, life is long. Do you know what I'm saying? There, there, are, there are ways to get through it. Your life is not over. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people say, well, I have responsibilities. I have a job. I have family. You know, I can't just, uh, I have to worry about these things. And like, no, it's a bunch of bullshit. We need to focus on our sobriety. That needs to be first and foremost because if we're not sober, nothing else will matter. We're, we'll either die or we'll end up in jail or we'll slowly be miserable for the, for the rest of our lives until we end up getting sober. So like the whole idea is our life comes together once we focus on our sobriety. It needs to be number one. It really does. Um, so if you do find that you're, that you're struggling, you can reach out to me. Again, I'll put my number in here. It's 203-917-8862. And... Uh, do not hesitate to reach out. When you have that voice, that gut feeling, do not ignore it. That's there for a reason. And there's a, it's really our gift. And there's a piece that I want to read here. And the way that we combat this is, I really like this paragraph here. And it's in the book, The Art of Living by Epictetus. And this is a, it's a fantastic book. And this little uh, snippet right here this little chapter is called clearly define the person you want to be who exactly do you want to be what kind of person do you want to be what are your personal ideals whom do you admire what are their special traits that you would make your own it's time to stop being vague if you wish to be an extraordinary person if you wish to be wise then you should explicitly identify the kind of person you aspire to become if you have a day book Write down who you're trying to be so that you can refer to this self-definition. Precisely describe the demeanor you want to adopt so that you may preserve 
so that you may preserve it when you are by yourself or with other people. So what I really like about this uh, snippet here, this little chapter, is we ha if, we, if we want to change, we need to think about who it is that we want to become. You know what I mean? Sometimes we just overthink shit or, or we don't think nearly enough. You know what I mean? There's, it's one of the two. And if we have things that we want to change about ourselves, then what are they? Write them down. You know, if you could, if you could list a bunch of things that if you stop doing tomorrow, what would those be? What are the, what are the three major things that, how would your life improve if you stopped doing these negative things? And then on the flip side, what are three things that would be major wins if you started doing little by little? What are three things or, or character traits that you can work on, uh, work on becoming or, or acquiring? And how, how would that serve you? You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times, the removal of addiction is, it's not like, it's not like we we still have an addictive personality, you know what I'm saying? We just need to focus it into the right thing. We need to focus it into the right passions, into the right areas of life that we've been ignoring for a long time. We all have special gifts. We all have a reason to be here. And little by little, as we get down to the, the rabbit hole of addiction, we start to forget our ambitions, our goals, like what we're really passionate about. And we need to get back to that. There are things that we are meant to do and there's things that we've experienced that we're supposed to be giving to other people. And, and a part of that too is going through addiction in itself is an experience for sure that can be very valuable to others. So like sometimes you have to just really write your own story. Like how do you want your story to end up? You know what I mean? And, and take a step back from your life and look at all the things that you regret. And if you just got help if you just got better and you focused on getting just a little bit better in these areas what is the outcome of your life how, how do you want your life to go and, and how different would it look and these are the types of questions that we need to be asking ourselves not not the the negative questions of how could I fuck up like this again or here we are again how could this happen or you know what are all the things that all the negative things that we tell ourselves in addiction we need to flip that and we need to start focusing on the positive and using regret as our guideline because regret, like I've mentioned before, it is the gift. It is the gift that is 100% necessary. We need to have that because if we didn't have it, it'd be a real problem. You know what I mean? So don't let it define you and allow you to continue going down a negative path. Allow it to empower you and start making healthy choices. You utilize it as motivation and instilling disciplines to change your life do you want what well, let me ask you this if your choices don't change and your situation in life remains the same how is your life going to play out five years down the line 10 years down the line 15 years down the line if you're still here if you make it you know what i mean what will your life look like and so it's really easy to say, well, I'll stop tomorrow or I'll stop next week or next month. And it's like, yeah, but we say that every fucking time. Every time we get the clarity to do something different and we listen to that regret and we say, I'm going to do something different this time. We don't. We put it off. And I'm telling you, there's never going to be 
There's never going to be a comfortable time to make an uncomfortable decision. And the truth of the matter is change is scary. Even if, even if we know that we need it, it still causes a lot of fear within us because at least we know what to expect. Even if we're in hell, at least we know what it looks like. You know what I mean? And a lot of people would rather live in known hells than explore strange heavens because they don't know if heaven's really going to work for them. If they're going to be able to succeed or, or get through life without certain coping mechanisms. So we stay paralyzed in these places that we're clearly not meant to be in. And what you have to understand is your gut will not guide you down the wrong path. If there's a voice that's telling you to do something from your gut, not your mind, from your gut, you have to listen to that. You know, that's, that's kind of like the infinite source, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's like a voice that we don't have a choice. Uh, we don't have a choice in hearing, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's in us inherently. So pay attention to that. Um, listen, if you guys could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. This is how it gets uh, put out to, to more listeners and people need to hear this message. So I'd really appreciate it if you could take just a second to rate the podcast, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you're on. And, um, and listen, you know, if this resonates with you and you feel like it's time to do something, reach out, reach out for help. And we will come up with a game plan. We will come up with a solution. There are solutions for everybody. Make no mistake about it. So um, if you find that you are struggling and you're looking for help, if you're looking for a recovery coach or, or treatment or other resources, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Thank you for being here, and I will see you on the next one.